Podcasting with Kerry Jones. Hi guys, and welcome to this week's podcast. This week's guest needs no introduction and is one of the biggest names in the competition scene in the Midlands Reservoirs of Rutland and Grafham. He has seven international caps to his name and actually is this year's captain on the international on Llintraus Funnydd. He's also been England manager in the past and also runs a very successful fly business, Flash Attack. I catch up with him on the veranda overlooking Rutland Water. He talks of his top flies and areas and methods to fish, including the pin fry which is happening right now. Welcome to my chat with Craig Barr. Well, you couldn't pick a better spot for me, overlooking Rutland yeah. from the lodge. Mm. I can't believe there's so many rabbits you've seen. Oh, the oh, there's a lot around here, yeah. 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 So, have you had a good season? Uh, so far, yes. It's been a bit yeah. tough, to be honest. It's not. This place hasn't fired this year yet properly for me. Graffin's fishing better, yeah. Mm. And no one knows why. I take a guy in here quite a bit, and uh, he told me a few weeks ago and said, "Where do we go?" Last week, where do we go? Rutland Graffin. I said, "It's a bit of Rutland. It's just not going. It's just." Up and down, up and down, up and down, up yeah. and down. Yeah, well, we booked one of these three days, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, I thought, great, let's do it. And I couldn't have picked the worst three days, really. It was yeah. day for the beach. Yeah. And uh, we went up the first day, and there was a lot of fish feeding on pin fry, mm-hmm. on Tuesday, rather. We saw them on across the far shore there. I mean, there was lots. Yeah. And uh, we had a couple, and we went into, see, throw the three trees yeah. down there towards the pipe, and I thought, oh, this is good. Then it went glass. So then we switched then to the uh, the boils, and then we had a few more there. But they were deep. I, I to be honest, I, I started off with a sinking line out of the boils. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily the case, is it? Because it's cooler water. Yeah. And I just had two flies. Here's you, Dalbach, and just keeping in touch, slow figure out. And he was like, he was good, like on the boils. That was on the boils, yeah. yeah. On a sinking line. No floating no, line. Floating line. Floating yeah. line. Yeah, yeah. I hate fishing a sinker, to be honest. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I suppose it's a competition, and you love it. I actually don't know. I prefer yeah. You give me a floating line over a sink line all day long, every day. Yeah. If I could get away with it, I'd use it, you know. Yeah. When I go out now, all I'm using is floating lines pretty much because I think any catchable fish is in your margins, I think. Yeah. At the minute on here. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you thrive on the competition scene? This is the competition scene you actually love? Yeah. Yeah. Do you do <laughs> much pleasure fishing? Uh, no. No? No. No. What about, um, I suppose, even when you're out, you're practising yeah. for the competition. Where is it you live then? You can't be far. Yeah, I live 10 minutes. Wissendine, yeah. All right, yeah. It's quite funny, actually. I was talking to Nigel there now, and he's like walking distance almost to the lake, can he? He's just up the road there, yeah. 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 In the next village along. It must be nice to be able to be so close, like. Yeah. I might come back, maybe September time, uh, on the bank. Mm-hmm. It's been 15 years since I fished your last. We're at 15. Yeah, 15 well, if years. you're going to come back on the bank, I'd be coming back in November. Really? Mm. Oh, that's worth knowing. It's all moved. It's all cut the water out of itself. Yeah, without, without a doubt. 
I wouldn't entertain here till back end of October, mid-November at the earliest. Yeah, I remember, like I did used to come here, not a lot, maybe once or mm. twice a year for years. And uh, I made myself a rudder as well, and <laughs> you know, and I ho overheard once, he was in a, some do, Frank Cutler. Frank Cutler, oh, he's, he's all passed now, isn't he? Yeah, yeah he was, uh, and I was... Remember like, Frank, yeah. Big guy, wasn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I remember him talking to somebody, whether or not telling a story or not, but he was saying, he used to catch a lot of big fish. And he said, there's a pipe which goes from tower to tower. And it's about 10, 15 foot all the way along, raised then, you know. And uh, so he was fishing the rudder, and that's what he was catching his big fish. It's a good story if it's not true, but I was doing that then. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I do like my brown trout, I've got to be honest. Yeah, well, they're, they're becoming more and more prominent here, you know, at the back end of the year. A problem? Prominent. Prominent. Yeah, they're, they're from November to January, it's wicked on here, brown trout. But it's all yeah. down the dam and... The dam? Middle of the north, yeah. Don't say that, tell many people that. Don't <laughs> That's where it happens, yeah. Oh, without a doubt, I, I, I get booked up somewhat across, so does Ian. Come on here, back end, chase the brown. Yeah, I mean... Then you get the people saying, oh, you shouldn't be targeting the browns. But, you know, I've spoke with Angler Water about saying, can I say that, you know, caught these browns? They say, yeah, yeah, you know, they're not, it's just because they're not in season, you can't stop them pulling your flies. Yeah. You know, as long as you return them safe, which I do, it's all barbless stuff I fish now. Um, well, you've got like, big minkies or something then, is it? Big black and white, black and gold, humongous. All right. That's all you need. Two yeah. of them on a 15 foot lead on a die seven or a die five and rip like. Jacks. Really? I mean, like this. Yeah. And then they just come whoosh, right behind it at the boat, hanging flies, and they go whoosh, middle of the basin. At the, at the damn wall. The damn wall. All oh, right, yeah. Both corners. Is it? Don't repeat that to Ian. Both corners are the places to be. <laughs> You'd be listening to this now, probably. <laughs> so you mentioned Ian. Mm -hmm. Do you ever, well, I guess I know the answer. I was going to say, do you have friendly pleasure days fishing? But you're probably I've had competition. one in many years, and that was two weeks ago. Oh, was it? On here, yeah. yeah. I bet then you couldn't even be friendly. I guess you got to <laughs> catch more, did you? Well, I, I beat seven six, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I had three in the rapid twenty minutes at the end. He was, oh, yeah. uh, I think, one ahead, and then I caught four in or three in no time at the last twenty minutes, and, and overtook him by a fish. So, but we were out practicing for the Bob Church Classic. We were. Oh, right, one yeah. I was doing it, and then we were kind of working together to find out what was happening. And uh, but that's been the first time in many, many years. Yesterday, I wanted to have a go at maybe pulling up a brown and areas which I thought would be good. And is it gibbets? It's called. There's trees all around the shore. Gibbets. And uh, I was fishing along there, casting close in and pulling, and all of a sudden, bang! I thought this is it. And he stayed there knocking. I thought it's got to be a brown. Uh -huh. And then uh, it just stopped. It just went just stopped and then it wouldn't budge it obviously got a weed or a snag so I put the rod down and I just pointed and I thought just pull it I pulled out and I pulled out this lump of weed with a three and a half pound perch on it jeez <laughs> yeah it's a nice looking perch actually I, get, I estimated conservative estimate actually really fat oh I dare know? say they're in there aren't they and that was a, a gold and black humongous mm. yeah so on a day five that was so uh, what's yeah. your biggest brown out of here, thirteen one. Wow. Chew Valley, fifteen twelve. Really? Uh, Chew, yeah. Were you 
targeting them, or did it just no, go? no? The one down at Chew Valley just happened to move. Um, I had a damsel on the point, two dialbacks, and a blob. Uh, it was the England, it was the England international. I was the manager at the time, so it was the um, officials' match. And third cast of the morning, this big fish moved in front of me as I was in full flight with the cast. Just had to be coming forward as this fish moved. So whoosh, within a second, I was on its nose. Straight the line back and went bang. Nice. And it took the blob of all things. So, you know, Is that didn't it? end great. But, you know, it was the accuracy of the cast, I think, that done it. Third cast into the day, I hooked this <laughs> big thing. Wow. Which I thought was a pike at first. Yeah, yeah. Um, put my rod down when I'd got it close to the boat. I thought, right, I'm not getting this thing. I'll get some pliers out. I'm not going anywhere near this. And laid yeah. the rod down. The line went all slack. The fish was doing whatever it was doing. Rooted in my box. Come back and pick the rod up. The right, you come here now and horsed it in like you see these sea anglers do with big fish thinking it was a pike, time to stop messing about now. And then it got up near the boat, and the boat kind of goes, Jesus Christ, that's a brownie. And of course, wow. the legs just went like jelly when I realised myself, and I just bored back down again. Oh, Mike, so I took my time. Adrenaline then, got, Oh, jeez, yeah. And I got it in and uh, lay across the whole width of the boat, and I was like, holy. You got pictures of it? Oh, yeah, yeah, I've got it stuffed, it's mounted. Oh, did you? Yeah, I got it mounted. Oh, that's yeah, good. Yeah, got it mounted at my home. Yeah, I wouldn't kill it and just freeze it or chuck it, you know, yeah, I was yeah. going to do something with yeah. it, I was going to... Get it started. Oh, it's well worth doing that. That was one in Chew. Yes, yes. It's it's yeah. Jormy office now. Caught yeah. by Craig Bar, Chew Valley, fifteen twelve. Beautiful. Is that your house? Yes, yeah. It's oh, in the yeah, office. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, I've had four done over the years, and each one has been bigger. You know, I wouldn't kill yeah. for the sake of it. Like no, that. exactly, exactly. But, uh, I, I had the record rainbow out here. Did you? In nineteen eighty six. Oh, fourteen was that? eight pound two. That's mounted as well, and that sits alongside it. Nice. So uh, yeah, it's like I say. I mean, that was. For me at that age, I was a huge fish. Yeah, I remember it, and uh, my dad ramming the net at it as I come into the net. Like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Leave it alone. Got it. Does your dad to start little off fishing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he started fishing himself up in the Campton Mountains in Scotland and moved down here for work, British Rail. Oh, you fished Scot- father Scottish? Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Glasgow right. moved to Derby. I suppose bar. I suppose it yeah, is Scottish. Brew. <laughs> yeah, it is, isn't it? Do you know what? Yeah. I didn't realize. No relation, unfortunately. Shame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that stuff. That's out of way. I've got a bottle in the fridge here at the moment, I think. Yeah. 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 I was supposed to have this winter, I was going to fish for Xander here and Grafham with Davy Hoppy. Yeah. David yeah, Hoppy. Yeah. And uh, the three times we'd booked it, it was actually cancelled each time because the, you couldn't go out because the weather was bad. Mm-hmm. So we missed it. He was tamping, like, you know, but. Uh, well, I'll give it a go next year. Have we done that? No, 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 no. Oh, no, that appealed to me and things. Oh. No. Crocodile beasts, yeah. monsters. I'll do it just for something to do, I think, you know, in the winter especially. I like the old season. You know, years ago people used to, um, well, I did, come like 30, 30th of September, you know, I'd pack a push in it. Back in. And then back yeah. March 1st. Same here, over. used to be April to October. Um, I remember standing on the Green Bank many, many years ago with John Wadham and my brother and my dad, and it was snowing April the 1st. Yeah. It used to be April the 1st to October the 1st. Oh, April the 1st, was it? Oh, yeah, April the 1st. 31st of October, shots. I used to love that close season. And then you'd get all the course anglers coming to the trout season before March. But because it's all year round now, you don't see them, which I think yeah. may explain some of the numbers on the banks these days. You're lucky if you get half a dozen on the bank now. Yeah. I was talking to them, they just savage there now. And he said, the last couple of days he'd gone round the lake and there's no weed yet. Yeah. Maybe it's uh, late or just not going to happen. Oh, it, it's no there in areas, you can see it. I mean, down the dam, you can see it stretching free. Four metres off the bottom. Oh, sort it? of too short of the short of the surface now in the Sailing Club Bay, which is one of my hot spots at the minute. And um, yeah, there's a lot of weed about. It's all 
you can see it growing off the bottom, sitting several feet yeah. off the surface, it won't be long. So how many caps have you got? Seven. Eighth this year, captain. And where is that then? Wales, transcended. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! He just can't stand up, Liz. No. no. I've only ever I, fished I, it once and I did okay. Did you? Yeah, I, yeah. I was with well, the England manager again, I was with the officials and I won it again, I had eight. Um, put yeah. on a, on a uh, dry three. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's not the most scenic, it looks like you're fishing no, the yeah, it, yeah. Is, that, is that the one with the big... Yeah, the power, power, power station. station. Yeah. I yeah. saw sat right in front of your face all day, yeah, yeah. Do yeah. you find the lake has changed over the years? Like, how many, how many years have you fished it? Probably be 30 years. 30 right? years now, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember... Yeah. 30, I start, 38, actually. Is it? Yeah, since I was 12, yeah, 50 now. Because I remember you and him way back in the day, because I was doing stuff for Trout Fisherman, and in, in the same issues, the features, mm -hmm. you would be in it, mm -hmm. and I'd see you. All these years we've been in the same... Uh, Market. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I've never met him. Yeah. I think I think your brother fished Gown Fruit, a uh, small water competition. There's a there's an international, isn't it? You yes. don't fish a small water. Yeah, do I, I did that, yeah. I, I did oh, it was you, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All oh, right. Yeah. I, Ian has fished it once. I fished it... Wheels came time. last. Yeah, I think it's back in Wales this October. No, no, there was that was Ian Woodard and that one. Yeah, yeah I'm sure yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I went to Ireland. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. In no. second there. Do you tie flies now? No, <laughs> no. I used to. I'm sick of flies to be honest. <laughs> See too many of them these days. Yeah. How did that come about? Um, well, it's, it all started here. I was out with Chris Dawn from Trout Fisherman, and um, the late Chris Dawn, shall we say? And uh, I was down at the South Arm and I was absolutely battering one buzzers on a die seven. Yeah. And um, he hadn't seen anything like that before. Buzzers he, on a die seven? Yeah, and he was waving over Chris, uh, he was waving over Peter Gathercole going, watch this, watch this, watch this. And it was, was amazing funny, how really. I was catching fish on a die seven, never seen anything like it before. Literally just 90 degrees to the end of the rod tip. And they were, however deep down, 20, 30 foot down in the middle of South Arm. Flat, calm day, so you can get away with it. And there was, whoosh, the rod would just go over. And he was just mesmerised by the tactic, yeah. he'd never seen it. And uh, I came in and he was telling Dave Phipps, the manager then in the shop, 20 odd years ago, uh, oh, this craze just murdered these fish on this UV buzzer thing and da 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 da. And I was quite friendly with Dave, he said, let's have a look, show me this, and I showed him it. And he says, uh, do you want to put a couple of dozen in the shop, Craig, see what happens, see how they go, I'll let people know you've murdered them for the magazine on this fly. And, that's how it started. I had one pattern, and one pattern went to two or three, and two or three went to a dozen. And how long ago was that? That must have been twenty years. Oh, 20 years ago, over twenty years now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I so fished a, bit... a lot with Chris Dawn. Proper head case, wasn't he? Oh, he's yeah, bloody hell! Yeah, yeah. It was like when I was catching these fish, it was waving over Peter Gathercole, like going crazy. Chris, get over here! Get over here! Look at this! Look at this! Look what he's so, doing! Get the yeah, angle! Get the angle! So, how often do you get out these days? Then? Um, I'm fishing now. To be honest, an average three times a week, four times even. It's a lot, uh, a lot of juggling with the fly business as well. Um, and keep, that's your main business, yeah? Yes, place, well, that's, yeah. that is my sole business now. Flying guide? I, yeah, flies and guide is my business, yeah. yeah, a combination of both. So I try to limit it to twice a week now, out fishing, um, because the flies are busy, it's keeping me busy. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's the time, really. But because you work for yourself, you've got a 24 hour window, you know, I can get up at five in the morning, yeah. get a few hours in there, get home at night, set my laptop, get a few hours done there, fish in between sort flies in between so uh, do you actually um, supply flies to individuals or just to retail both all right yeah. that's the way of the world now 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it used to be, I mean, I should do both all the time, but, and certain companies would only sell to retail and, and, and that, you know, they thrived on that. And no doubt you've got obviously thousands of flies. Mm-hmm. Have you got six patterns which you think these are my go-to patterns? Yeah. What would the six be? If I was lake fishing on the boat, it would be tequila booby, tequila fab, traffic light cormorant, crisp packet buzzer, red holographic dialback, yellow owl. Well, I can guarantee when this podcast goes out, I hope you got them in that shop there, because you'll have so many orders for them, that your top six, I guarantee you that. Yeah. <laughs> we have plenty, we have plenty. Is it? Yeah, I mean, that, that, there, I mean, people quite often ask what, what flies, your go-to flies, and you could narrow it down to half a dozen. Yeah, and I'd yeah, confidently yeah. go out in a season where those flies are mentioned. You've got all season, you've got the buzzer, the crisp packet, that's all-round fish catcher all the time long for me. I'll probably try and add an emo in there if I could. Uh, the red holographic dialback, the tequila boobies, probably the most consistent booby I've ever fished. Tequila fab for the washing line, not so much the nastiness of the fab, but the washing line is brilliant for that. Yellow Rowl is a great all round catcher and on the pin fly. That'll be on my cast tomorrow at some point, I'm sure. Yeah. What's your fly box like? Because I tell you why I asked that. I know guys, they, they tie four people, you know, they, yeah. they're like professional tires. Yeah. They look in a box. And it's like paint and decorators. Other people's houses are lovely, and they, as they leave it. I bet you've got the best flight time box going. <laughs> hmm. I have some very nice ones and I have some very rough ones. Yeah. Um, what I tend to do is, uh, and well, I, I do it all the time, the wife just thinks I'm crazy. I'll have it only for big matches, man. For a big match coming up, it's Rutland, Grafham, Chew, wherever it might be, yeah. I'll make a separate box for that day. Do you? I'll go out of my stock and I'll think, right, True Valley, what do I always do when we're down there? This fly, that fly, this fly, that fly. And I'll just fill a box, all pretty lined up, all the sizes, all the flies I believe I need, and I'll leave the rest at home. I'll go with the, what I know works. The, the international scene, um, I, I am fish international for 15 plus years now, but uh, the captain got to buy a gift for, for all team members. I can imagine they're going to be flies. Cheap and cheap, yeah. That'd be the easy Once way you out. can't sell. That'd be the easy way out, yeah. What can I get rid of that don't work? Okay, they're going to have a lot of these. Yeah. I didn't even know that that happened, actually. I better start thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. buying them everything. Mm. Well, the Welsh team do every year. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. I've not known that in the English camp, so I'll keep that quiet. <laughs> I'll change now after they listen to this. Oh, dear. If you enjoyed listening to my podcasts and would like to support the channel, please consider becoming a Patreon. You get two extra podcasts a month. That's one every week, plus bonus episodes, photography, and exclusive content. Plus, full access to over 80 previous episodes where I chat to the leading anglers in the sport from UK and Ireland. And if you're interested in joining me for a day's guided fishing in Wales, or experience a day's ferox fishing on Loch Corrib, see all the info on castingwithkerryjones.com. I'm out tomorrow, yes, yeah. <laughs> well, I've had two, three days, mm-hmm. and uh, and he was flat calm each day, but today was probably the best day. And uh, But I learned a hard lesson. I had food poisoning because I didn't have a cool bag. I'll never go fishing again without a cool bag for food on a hot day. No. Oh, no. Jesus. I came off the boat then about, that was 12, and I kept in the van. I was in so much pain, you know. And it's a shame, really, come all this way, fishing for three days, and the last day is a great day. The boys have done really well, you know. Yeah. 
But, uh, Food poisoning. Uh, yeah. So, have you found the lake has changed over the years? Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Um, definitely. The fishing, the buzz of fishing which you could get brilliantly mid-April sort of to early May is now early March, mid-April. You do still get them on the buzzers, but it, yeah. it's definitely happening weeks earlier now than it used to. The back end yeah. of the season where, as we mentioned earlier, September, October. Well, that September, October is now November, December. It's happening much further back. And I firmly believe it's down to the global warming and, and the constant mild winters we're getting yeah. these days. The water's not really getting cold like it used to, so the cycle's altered. I noticed maybe it wouldn't make a difference if it was later, but on the, on the clock there, boats in at 8 p.m. Yep. I was in tune not so long back, and that's the same. I think it was all about June time. And it was nine o'clock, sunset, they said, you know, and I thought, like, there was a time I'd fish two, you'd be struggling maybe, one fish, two fish, three fish up until like nine o'clock. Mm -hmm. The last hour, it'd be bonkers. Boiling. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's to do with like, staff, apparently, you know, and yes, safety. Yes, it is. It's, um, it's staffing issues. And I didn't actually realise I'd came down a few times this last couple of weeks and it's been eight o'clock. I'm thinking, well, middle of June, it's like the summer solstice now we should be out till 10 o'clock but it, that's it, right yeah. and it, it's staff and and yet nine o'clock to ten o'clock and here is the golden hour at this I time know. of year and, and we're not i don't know whether we're not going to get it again but it will be a shame where will we fish tomorrow then where would i fish tomorrow where will i be fishing tomorrow uh, shorelines i'll be um sailing club bay normanton always yeah. work there's always fish there i mean there's always fish there Sykes Lane, I know the fish are there on the pin fry. They've been there for the last couple of weeks, so they're not going to disappear overnight. So I'll be there as well. And um, I know they're at Gibbets. I know they're at Old Hall. It's the same areas year in, year out. They're always going to be there. And they are there because I've been there the last few weeks taking folk out and I've been catching all those areas. So even if there's nothing happening, because yesterday we went from the aerators, because it's not so, like a board to the aerators, you know? Yeah, so I went to look for something special. and But it was just devoid. It was different to the day before. There was yeah. fish everywhere fishing the sites. Yeah. So even though you know they're on the sides, mm -hmm. you'd stick at it still? Yeah, yeah, because they're there. I mean, when I was out, I think the day you were here, two days ago, it was rock hard. I mean, it was my, probably my hardest day this season so far. Really yeah. tough. But hot sun, no wind. And if you're not drifting a lake this size, you, you're up against it from the off. And uh, it felt like everywhere we went, the fish were moving. You've got a flat calm. You know, they're in shallow water in the pin fire, which is where I like to target them. So your line's landed on a flat, calm water, in four or five foot of water, in bright sun, clear water as well. It, it, it's tough. Yeah. Um, but they were there and they weren't playing. They just weren't playing that day. Did you ever get the brown ball? No, I didn't. Oh, Not yet. Maybe trolls then. <laughs> Not yet. Are you on the case? Yes. Oh, I'm on the case, all right. Yeah, trolls been this. I've got uh, my sights yeah. set on that. I mean, it was lovely as a captain to get it. Um, I've been down close. Yeah, I'm captain. Have you captain before? No, no. I look forward to that. Bit bossy when they get that status. <laughs> I was a coach for the Welsh ladies team at one time, back about eight years ago, I think it was, in mm. Ireland. And uh, I couldn't be bossy, especially the ladies. And the most of us fair I say bossy. If I have an idea, well, they would stick with it, you know. Yeah, exactly. You, know, <laughs> you, you have a plan and, and you'll always get in these groups, there's always people that, Think they know better and we'll probably do different and and i try that's i will try and rein that in because you know you sink or swim you have a plan you go out and do it it works it doesn't um and i believe that's the way it's got to be done yeah. there's too much individuals yeah going on in this game oh, at the minute 
You'd fish other waters because you're known in, in my head anyway, Rutland. Do you fish other waters then? Obviously, Grafham. Yeah, yeah, I was at Grafham Pitswood, is it? last week, Pittsford, yeah. Had a cracking day at Grafham just six days ago. Yeah. We had 15 fish, and I don't think it was one under two and a half pounds. There was many knocking three, three and a half. Was it? Three, four foot of water, floating lines, bright sun. I mean, this is what's ironic was on Rutland the day before, and I struggled like crazy in identical conditions, went to Grafham, and it was the complete opposite in the same conditions. We had an absolute belting day. Um, you don't fish rivers at all? No. Well, I salmon fish once a year. I go salmon fishing. Oh, yeah. Um, but as far as fishing rivers for trout and grayling, yeah. I've done it. I wanted to do it. I wanted to get good at it. Um, I went numerous times to England Eliminators at the Welsh D. Yeah. However, um, <laughs> sticks, weed, trees, I know. Um, bushes, rocks, There's, does not. I've tried yeah. it. And, you know, to get into the world team, you needed to have this river connection. And so I was yeah. keen to give it a go. But you know what? I thought, I'm not, this doesn't do it for me at all. Yeah. So I've never been near it since. And that was years and years ago. I, I, it's just, no, it's the hook in the weeds, the trees, the bushes, the snags, every five seconds. I do fish for sea trout maybe half a dozen times in the year. I'm lucky. I get the nod. I get plenty of people down my way. Well, there's fish here and I'll come down tonight. And uh, I'm bass fishing. The bass fishing is great down by us. Yes, you know. I suppose you're in the middle of the country. You don't. You yeah, don't need it's, it's it. all too far. Yeah. 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 This That's podcast has gone up this weekend, so for people listening now, what would they expect fishing now in the next month here? Is this the start of the pin fry? Oh, Rutland. The, the pin fry actually, the real minute fry seems to have skipped a week or two because it's now actually almost a centimetre and a half long in many areas, which is, again, not normal. Um, Mid-June, a friend of mine came a couple of years ago, and uh, we called it the wolf pack, because the fish were just going crackers on pin fry, and it was like minute, several right. millimetres long. But now it's already, at this stage, knocking in, on a centimetre yeah. or so. So, oh, yeah, I mean, they, they go, uh, every year, they start, as, as we've seen them now, you get them in the areas, crash on the fry, you'll see quite a few around the lake, all around the lake, not just in one area. They'll be all around the whole north-south arms and the basin. But more and more and more will start switching onto it. So I still believe, yet, the best is still, is still to come. Well, it is. I know it is, because yeah. it's the same cycle every year. The best is still to come. However, it's a very short window. Two or three weeks. So if you come in, you need to be coming soon. Because in a couple of weeks' time, when all that fry gets to that one and a half, two centimetre length, it just vanishes. It goes out in the deep. I think, suddenly, the I think natural predation, birds, you know, their instinct kicks in that we get hammered here from all angles and they just go out into deep water. And it, they will disappear. Within yeah. the next month, they'll be gone. And that's yeah. it. You know, the windows are gone. Well, what do you expect then? Because everywhere else, really, I guess, come July, August, is the dog days you can see. Mm -hmm. You know, would you be fishing then? No. No, no. I, I've, I mean, the water's warming up quicker these days than it ever has done. We've had some hot weather this week already. Yeah. You know, and it only, I mean, I say no. If you don't get the hot weather, it will fish well. It will continue to fish well. We get 30 degrees, 25 degrees, bright sunny days, three or four days in a row, it will kill it. Yeah. Have you got any stories of lucky results or something went your way, you're losing fish or... I find with this podcast, stories, actual people love. Stories of things that went my way. Well, Phil Burgess would love this. He calls me the luckiest man alive in fishing because I can catch fish not lucky and I can catch fish, put my rod down 
and a particular time, I can tell a story here, yeah. where the exact same thing happens, and uh, he always goes, Rule the hellfire, you're at it again, Rule the hellfire, that's his line. And uh, Two Valley, not Two Valley, tell a lie, it was um, Buell, the last, it was the last home international, last um, national qualifier there. And uh, I got a draw with Graham Willis, uh, a local fisherman to Rutland here, and um, the fish were high in the water, as they generally are down there, and, and I couldn't catch them. I did quite well in practice, but come match day, once I've had a bit of a pound in, I was struggling. And Graham Willis sits on a dry, which was uh, one of mine, and that he'd bought for myself, or I think I'd given him that day, or the sure. day before. It was a claret popper hopper, and he took three on it, and I was... A popper hopper? A popper hopper, yeah. A foam head, it was a claret one, claret hopper oh, right. with a foam head on it. And he was 3-0 um, up, and uh, I was nymphing and never had a touch, and I thought, well, I've got to give this a go now. You know, what, for me, a rule in fishing... One's luck. Two, oh well, benefit of the doubt. This is if I'm fishing against someone. If they go three nil up, it's time for change. That's that's my golden rule. Yeah. yeah three yeah. nil, they're doing something right, different to what I'm doing if I haven't caught, so I will swap. And the three nil rule kicked in. I need to have a go at that. So I got one out of the box, fished it. I got three swells, he'd had three fish, I never got a fish on it. And I thought, oh, I need to do something about this. I thought, right. Took a step back, literally, which very rarely do this in a boat. Sat back for a minute and thought, what do I need to do to catch these fish? Day one, three hours in, I'm three nil down. Day two's over already if I don't sort this out. And uh, I put my 12 foot slow tip on, fast tip, sorry, which I'd done well at Grafton a week before. I thought, I'm going to give this a go. Team of nymphs, um, hop on the top dropper and uh, booby on the point. Anyway, chucked it out. Joe Burgess will love this, and uh, put, put the rod down. I can see what's coming up. I put the rod down to get the, uh, the lavatory, the um, en-suite bucket, and um, away the rod went. I thought, Jesus Christ. I jumped round and grabbed the rod. Yes. Got my foot, and of course the confidence goes through the roof. Right, game on now, 3-1 down. And uh, next cast, it was literally three and three casts. Was it? Chucked it out, figure-vating it down. Yes, and the third cast, Suddenly it was three all, and I thought, get in, game on, and um, I took the rod out again for the four fish, it was sort of 20 minutes further on now, so it had gone, got three and three chucks, and it went three all to, to uh, Graham and I, and um, I took the rod out again, put the rod down to grab my fly box, I kid you not, put the rod down, turned around, as I turned around, the rod bounced on the rod, and one had took it on the drop again, fish number four, well, just been... <laughs> Lucky number two again. Yeah. yeah, just by leaving it out again. Yeah, and yeah. and I got another one. I can't remember how, because I'd, I'd be lying if, it, if I said, but I got another one where I weren't holding the rod or weren't watching. I was turning yeah, yeah. the way and the rod went off. And Phil Burgess says, I swear to God, I've known not known anyone as lucky as you when it comes to fishing. And uh, that, that got me uh, a 7-6. I think I finished that was day it? with Graham. And the following day, I mean, it was tough. The following day I got seven again, and I ended up seventh in the national final, which is actually this year's final tell a lie no it's not because it was chew so that's wrong um i did qualify international that year and um i came seven i was in the england team so it was mentees when we actually went on to win gold i and, never uh, fish mentees never fish i love that I, love to, I love to do it you know? oh it's superb midge tip dial backs washing line dive yeah. three that's pretty There's much two guys there. yeah yesterday that's where the local water is was talking to them about it you know yeah have you ever fished island i have yeah, I'm going over again next month with the youth team Where to? Uh, to Lockling. Um, oh, yeah. I have fished Melvin, 
That was fun. I mean, the fish oh, was Oh, you small, fished that? Jeez. Did you fish in Melvin? No, I'm just gone. No, no. no this was, this was party, however far back it was. Um, I mean, I, didn't, I, I caught one measurable fish, I believe, on the day. Maybe it had been two, I can't remember. Um, I think we were targeting the Gillaroo around the edge as well. But when we went out into the middle, some of these sort of, I don't know, Solid. four or five ounce fish were hitting it like 100 mile an hour. And you think you've got a three pound on the end until it leaps out. And you think, you know, I'll get that into a little stickleback net when it comes in, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, good was fun. That, was, that, was that about 20 years ago? I don't think it was Melvin. that long ago. No, it wasn't that I long fished ago. international no. 20 years ago on Melvin. Practice days, you couldn't make a better day. Nice mm. soft rolling wave. And we were getting fish after fish after fish. Double headers, three in a cast, you saw nothing. And then on the international day then, I even had a salmon actually, on the practice day. On the day, it was like this, flat calm. Totally different day, a blank day. Oh, jeez, yeah. Like in, I was in the uh, shadow room, with, I forget his name, I was trying to rack my brains, um, with the lads, first England cap, and he said to me, Craig, what shall I do, what shall I do? I said, right, well, I've been catching on this carrot bumble pattern all week. I said, go on a fast glass, fish three on a line. Well, he did. He did. Three carrot bumbles? Yeah, he did, as yeah. I told him. He was um, England top rod. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Nice little plan comes together. Yeah, right? that was quite good. I was quite pleased with that. But quite yeah, it was nice. Yeah. yeah, it was nice. You know, um, the old international scene. So when did you start this YouTube channel? Uh, this year. All oh, right. Yeah. Just this year. It's been. I mean, done. It's it's just one or two. We've got another one tomorrow. I um, have you got a, a goal? You can do one a month. Yeah. Well, well, I wanted to do one um, in May, but far too busy. I was too busy. April, May is very, very busy for me with the flight. I mean, yeah. seriously crazy. Um, and the weather's been crap as well. However, subconsciously in my mind, we needed to get out. So we were going to go out last week, and it was crap weather again. And uh, tomorrow, how it's going to fish. I've been out here twice this week already. It's been crap. So tomorrow, how it'll be. I'm only coming out because it's going to be a bit cloudier. I'm hoping that's enough to turn it. Uh, into our favour because I want to get these pin fry because I've got some real good tactics for them. Have you? Yeah. Um, you know, prop. I'll put the link in the uh, in the podcast as well. Then. But yeah, I mean, my wife bought me. It's been something I've wanted to do for a while, and without naming names, there's been other people that have gone in in front of me, but before even I did. Well, well after I had the idea, of wanting to be doing it, and I'm looking at their videos. It's one thousand six hundred, and then this guy that I know. I mean, he, he's right in the know. He's there's nothing he doesn't know. He's proper brain yeah. sharp with this sort of stuff and he says you should be doing that you should be doing that a long time ago he said you know who is this guy I said well you just is it your name like you no well why aren't you doing it so my wife bought me a GoPro two years ago anything technical as you're probably sensing I don't do it's just it? oh, I've got no enthusiasm to even know what the hell this is yeah yeah you know and, and so and that's my downfall but when I came across this chap who I knew had all the kit, I said, right, I want you to, will you do this for me? And you split it then. The, the whatever problem. you want to do, I'll take you out the boat, I'll take your guide in for a note, I'll pay you whatever you want to pay, I'll swap your fly, whatever. So we've done a deal across all those three named channels, if you like, and um, he's going to do it for me because there's a lot of stuff on here I know that people don't know and I'd love to share it and there's no way of sharing it. And I know, I've seen other people's YouTube stuff, and I listen to it, and I think, I know a lot more than that in these yeah. fields. I feel, I'm not big-headed, but I feel there's a lot yeah, more yeah. I can give. Fully proved the credibility. So, so, 
And I think people are attracted to that, and I've had quite a few hits and views and want, looking forward to the next one, all these messages were coming at me, I thought, oh, this is good. But I've got a lot, I mean, that, to be fair, I'd never done it before, and when I watched it, I got it wrong. Do you know what? I, I, hadn't, I hadn't said what I was doing, what I was doing it, I didn't discuss, well, this is... You've got to plan it, haven't you? Yeah, so now, got to, yeah, well, ha having, watched the first, having watched the first one, seeing some of the questions I got, it's like, you know, well, you need to get more, I thought, oh, fuck, I've really got that wrong. But it was, it was good in a different way because I was just yeah. normal and natural. And I've watched other people and, and a lot of them seem to me quite staged, quite this, quite that, boring. So I've got an idea how tomorrow's going to be. Tomorrow's going to be more me now. It's going to be, right, guys, here we are. This is what I'm doing. Here's my leader. Woo, and, and this is why I'm doing it. And so when I'm fishing, I'll be, what I didn't do the first time, which I'm doing a hell of a lot more tomorrow, is turn to the camera and explain what I'm doing and why I'm doing it every time. How long are the videos you plan to do? A lot of them are like 15 minutes. 10 or 15 minutes, yeah. It's yeah. short, yeah, because the guy that I is doing them has said that you don't want... I mean, I've watched a few, not naming folk, and I'm bored. I turn off. Yeah. It, they're too long, far too long. And so, Do you know what? short, got, sharp and sweet for me, 10 minutes. There's a people, lot. People have got 10 minutes. They haven't got 20 minutes, half no. an hour. There's people out there, right, I've noticed, in the fishing world, and I watched photography um, um, YouTubes as well, videos, this one guy summed it up because you get people out there, you know, they they, go not, they they just haven't got a clue, and it's quite cringing some of the things they're doing, right? And then, but he summed it up, this guy, and he says, and they've probably got to make a million followers, right? Mm -hmm. well, not so much million, but they've got a lot. But he said, popularity does not signify mastery. <laughs> and that's bang on, yeah, they're just good at getting followers. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're liking yeah. lots of things, liking people. And, but if you get into it, this social media side, you could spend too much time on the analytics, things behind it to get your numbers, and it's like it's hard work. I was lucky when I started with the podcast. I was going up with a girl from Birmingham, and she made serious money from online businesses. So we set it up, and then uh, we finished after. <laughs> yeah, but uh, set up an online business. Yeah, yeah. But one because of that, it's just like one of those things. It's come traveling back and forth, this and the other, but. Um, I didn't really know what a podcast was up until two years, two, three, two, three years. I didn't, to be honest. I didn't. No. I didn't. And, you know, this, this chap who, who I know um, was, was keen to have an investment in me in, in, in a social media way because he believed that he could do something with me that, that I'm not even tapping into that he felt I should be. Have you got any goals for this year? I'd like to win gold in Wales as a captain. Yeah. That's one goal in the back of my mind, tucked away in there somewhere. Uh, goals, not particularly. I'm very busy. Um, I've got a lot going on. I'm in Wales with the youth team next month. Um, I'm in Canada in uh, August. Yeah. Salmon fishing. I'm back. I'm in the international in September. So I'm just very busy, to be honest with you. I this now that the last boat is in, so it must be 8 o'clock. He's got a bag of fish. So, it yeah. leads me on to one question. Yeah. Where would you want to be to make your last cast? Well, bizarrely, you might think Rutland, you might think Grafham. I would like to be on the banks of the River Spey, casting for a salmon. Or the North Est, which is where I go. Salmon is, really floats my boat. If I was much closer, I'd be there a lot more than would be trout fishing, I'm sure. I've, I've always loved salmon fishing. I used to go with my dad and brother when I was 13. We were 13 years on the Spay. 
beautiful area of the country. Just love it up there and retire up there. The wife would yeah. never do that, but I'd go there, drop of the hat, such a beautiful yeah. place. But for me, the salmon, my dad always said to me, and I've said this to several folk over the years, you're not a true game angler until you've caught the king of the angfish, which is, everyone says it's the salmon, isn't it? So when he said that to me, I said, well, we need to be going then. And that's where it all started, 13 years on the bounce on the spay. We always used to go in June, um, sea trout and salmon. Yeah, I mean, just something magical about the salmon for me, just something different that really I, I didn't me. expect that. I thought you were going to see on an evening in Barnsdale or something, you know? Oh, no, oh, no, no, <laughs> no, no. Put me on a salmon river. Oh, no, jeez, no. It'd be a dry fly, yeah. it had to be something on Rutland. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, as much as this place, you know, I've, this place has given me many, many, many memories. Well, many thanks. Mm. I hope you'll do well tomorrow. Thank and you. I'll uh, look forward to seeing the video. Good. Pleasure, it's been great. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please consider becoming a Patreon. You can join my Patreon channel by visiting patreon.com forward slash casting with Kerry Jones or see the links on my website castingwithkerryjones.com or see my posts on Facebook and Instagram well that's all for now tight lines and don't strike too soon <laughs>